0: Hey uh Cam, do you notice uh, you notice any strange noises in your basement lately? Uh where you where you record usually? I guess you don't have to record down there anymore. So um you know, notice any notice any kind? Um yeah, it's a little too there? cold
1: for me to be down there now, but when I we go down there to do laundry and we got the spiders in the basement, but they're really quiet, but in the the sub basement, the uh the mm-hmm. second floor basement, that one uh it's uh right, it's getting right. pretty loud down second floor there. Basement. I thought it was the washer, but when I went oh, down, right. it wasn't it wasn't running
0: uh-huh that's funny because when i went every time i go over your washer's running and it seems to be spewing strange liquids from mm, the yeah
1: you know, that's blood we know what that All is right. yeah. uh,
0: okay you, you know as long as you know as long as you know what's going on i i couldn't quite tell because it's not it's not super yeah. right in there i mean there's that guy that's always sitting in the chair in the basement who's like slowly turning into like a, a gray formless mass but you you know he's, yeah. he's nice he's it's not like he's like mean he's you know say yeah hi he pays rent we
1: just give him a case of yeah. uh beer so,
0: yeah, he'll, he'll drink anything. I mean, I know you guys like Gansett's, but I've seen him like, I've seen I've him, seen him drink gar, a cat. No
1: problem. Like,
0: oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, sometimes that's just what it's like,
1: you know, the, the apartment life. How's you, sometimes um, sometimes you I know you just got me, back me, you know? from Venus. How's your, uh, you said you had a rash of some kind?
0: Yeah. You know, it's like every time you want to be careful every time you go out, like I, I wore uh-huh. a mask, you know, I, I went to Venus, I wore a mask. <laughs> I didn't want to spread things. Um, but uh, when I when I came back, you know, like sometimes they're really they really mean it when it's like you travel You got to be careful. I picked up something. I, I wanted to, didn't touch any strange things I made sure to mm-hmm. play hands, but did you walk it, but, through you know, any like space? Um, fog I got or anything a... like that You know, I did but I didn't think mm. much of it at the time but of course afterwards, you know after you see the doctor you're thinking about every little thing you did and um I I noticed now that I I the rash like it, it itches most of the time, but I also tend to be able to see things through it, and my my horrible cursed Mm. visage is not pleasant. Like I mean, you know, you're like, hey, hey, look in a mirror, buddy. But I mean, you know, it's just like one of those things. It's just another one of those things that you just gotta live with. And right, right, right. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm still fine. It's just got to bandage up my hands and um, not look too long in mirrors and avoid touching hot things. But you know, I, I was avoiding Mm. touching hot things. Oh, I
1: meant to tell you, um, um, I'm trying to quit smoking. And, uh, my wife's oh, dead. All
0: right, that's good. <laughs> Welcome to the Cathedral of Shadows where demons gather.
1: Yes. <laughs> I guess I really don't care if it's dangerous or not.
0: With this show, and like we can't keep a straight face inside a <laughs> dead wife. It's... I, oh, speaking of that, I'm gonna bring it up <laughs> we... all the
1: time on Halloween. But that with Gorley and Russ podcast, they stumble across oh. the phrase um, "wife in the fridge." And they go on like a five minute deep dive uh-huh. trying to figure out what it's from, and I'm like screaming in the car like "Green Lantern it's from. from Green Lantern, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's from Green Lantern, it's what they did <laughs> it to Kyle Rayner, it's that's why it's called fridging when a woman yeah. dies for no reason." Anyway, uh, I'm not even going to include that part. In you don't need to explain fridging. We don't need. We don't even need to explain fridging done. to anyone. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of. Please don't listen to this. Your soul depends on it. Hello, Scream Monster. Terror, Souls ah. of Fright.
1: Three. The Killogy. I appreciate that little <laughs> I have to do video. it every time. <laughs> every time. about, um, like, Goosebumps <laughs> they do that, maybe? Or some, like, old Halloween <laughs> promo I saw where there's, like, a... Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what it is? It's um, Cinemassacre's Monster Madness. There's a there's oh, this it's
0: Cinemassacre's monster <laughs>
1: madness. <laughs> I think of that every time. Yep. <laughs> um, if, for our listeners, if you like horror stuff and you watched AVGN, like uh, Angry Video Game Nerd, like most of everyone I know, um, he does. Mm-hmm. He's always been obsessed with horror movies, and he does a lot of um, neat horror movie and whatever TV show uh, YouTube videos on Cinemassacre. So I've been enjoying those lately. He, d- I watched
0: oh those are really good um they they led me to a lot of things that i probably wouldn't have found on my own Uh, although i don't agree with him on every movie because some movies he's just like wow look at the shit that happens in this one shows like one thing like yeah it's okay like cuts away it's good yeah it's more of a general
1: like the ones i watched were um recently were like entire recaps of the michael myers uh halloween series and uh um, Friday the Thirteenth series, and I think I oh, and the Psycho one. I watched the one on Psycho before the Psycho episode just to see what the sequels oh, were like. It's great. One. I think he said like yep. four was good. They kept bringing back the same guy, Bateman.
0: Yeah, Anthony. Davis. Um, Anthony is that right? Yeah, or is Anthony Davis I mean, a yeah, basketball he's, he's player? He's good. He's good the whole way through. Um, I was thinking of watching some weird. Uh, th- there's another podcast that I I've only listened to once, but it's like called Sleezoids, <laughs> right. and they do movies and. Uh, they they did a double feature of like weirdly good sequels, and it was uh, Psycho Two and Exorcist mm. Three. And I'm like, you know what? Those might be it's some Anthony good ones Perkins, for this
1: year. not Anthony Davis, I believe. Uh, Anthony Perkins <laughs> plays for the Lakers or something. <laughs> You're right. You are definitely right. Um, uh, but who do we have here?
0: Uh, who are we? I mean, I you know. This is this is not our normal crew, even for Terrasodes. For Terrasodes, we tend to uh, have at least a third person, and we even had a guest on our last one. But um, I have with me the uh, cursed machine from the bowels <laughs> of hell,
1: the mangler. Uh, the Cal. mangler. I love to eat people <laughs> for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I think it's because I ate a person once and I got a taste for it. It's like a cannibalism thing when I'm a laundry machine <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds way worse than Should it I? is <laughs> it's like that story sounds like it sucks so bad but it's I'll
1: not we'll get into that later
0: <laughs> and I am your I am your host mm. the doorway Nick and you
1: don't want to look through a that better doorway, doorway than it that old saying goes <laughs> I you can see so. wait I uh, hold on <laughs> what's that, what's uh, that expression you make a better, yeah no it's something like when you're in front of someone and they can't see it's like you make a better blank than a window
0: oh yeah yeah you make a better doorway than a window as in i'm going yeah, to push past you and it. go like sure to where you are i <laughs> we'll
1: assume that's what it is so we're talking uh night shift the reason we there's only two of us here is because it's a book that has no, no pictures in it so couldn't get anyone on for that mm-hmm. but um it's. I think I got it as a gift um, from our dad on. Uh, uh, yep, I remember him giving maybe my year. birthday or something. It's a collection of short stories because yeah. he and I both enjoy Stephen King, and I got into reading him a little bit in college because I didn't have internet.
0: Yeah, Cam's I'm a real, real Kinghead. Head.
1: I love this stuff. I know he's got yeah. his problems, and uh, I stand by those problems. We'll we'll talk about it later. But as <laughs> as we Absolutely. mentioned in the the intro, a lot of the premises are like really yeah. stupid like <laughs> they suck and if you've seen <laughs> maximum overdrive or the mangler has a whole movie apparently that looks insane it stars um mm-hmm. Robert england uh freddy freddy krueger and mm-hmm. uh buffalo bill from mm-hmm. uh silence of the lambs is in it too but uh, it is, uh, it looks insane. So some of these premises are so stupid, but you can get a good story. I mean, the one, the two I just mentioned are not good, but um, you can get a good premise out of a pretty bad story with him. He's just a really easy-to-read, mm-hmm. compelling writer. Like, I know he's not right too deep sometimes. And
0: this short story collection is from the late 70s. It was published in 77 um, and then a reprint mm. again in 78. Oh, man,
1: some of the old covers, I almost sent you a picture of it, but there's um, one... One of the covers is a guy, it's just a, the back of a hand, and it's bandaged up to the the fingers, and the, you can see eyeballs on all the fingers. Uh, it's so cool. It's a really neat looking uh, cover to that.
0: Now, I'm also, I, I love horror books, and I have been, um, this is a quest I've talked about on the show before. I think both October's I've talked about this, but um, I have been on a quest for a long time. To discover, uh, to try and find a horror book that gives me the like the kind of f- good feeling of creeping dread, like that you can have like a darker, grim subject in a book, and it's it's hard for me to see it mm-hmm. as a horror book. But like I, w- I always want that feeling, you know, because I think that the descript- way you can describe things in books, and because you're not you you it makes you imagine yeah. it yourself, right? So I think that there's definitely the potential to make something in a book that you can't show mm-hmm. in any other medium. And it's weird because King's stuff has been adapted so many times. It's hard to even think like, oh, of course this has some kind of visual. Somebody's oh yeah, they're like, oh my god, we to need get to get, a get, to or get
1: the, the dip our hands into this well, and it's been we, tried so many times. Yeah,
0: we need to get every drop of yeah. blood from this stone.
1: Oh, um, if you're looking for something, for me, I, I crave suspense more than um to be like kind of scared when I'm reading a book or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I read um, Misery back in college if if that's what you're looking for misery because especially Mm -hmm. because i hadn't seen the movie before i didn't know what happened in that um
0: yeah emily and i were talking about watching that together because she's seen it the
1: movie's pretty good i think i like the book better but the the movie's really good uh kathy bates is in it and um she does an excellent job
0: but cam you've been reading stephen king books for a long time but you never have like handed one Mm. to me before you've never gone like oh you gotta read this like uh, around um, last uh, around two years ago, I was I was uh, taking books to work to read on breaks, and um, I was like, Oh, you know what? Let me just grab The Shining because mm. I've seen the movie and I want to know what the book is like. And people like the book, and I did enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the book and the movie both the for different reasons. The book has so much um, more
1: detail. Like I'd say, almost half of the uh, book is cut out, which is why Stephen King was upset and made a uh, TV series, like three episode TV mini about it.
0: I mean this is this is definitely its its own thing. I think Stephen King was upset because he's a cornball.
1: Yeah. And uh they <laughs> and cut out most and, of the um, dumb shit. Stanley Kubrick made so-
0: <laughs> uh Stanley Kubrick made something that while it is definitely different from his work is like it's not just different in like content, it's different in tone. Yeah. You know, cuz the book doesn't give you that kind of like ominous mm. evil feeling that the movie does. And the movie definitely is like it's making him, as Stephen King said, as a complaint, but I think as a compliment, it's a film that wants to hurt you. <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just that um... so much, in my perspective anyway, I'd say that it's so much is cut out. Like, you don't have any of the stuff about Jack's dad or the school or, like, in the book, Jack runs over a kid. And, like, that's not. Uh, brought up in the movie yeah. or anything but that's not the book we're talking right.
0: about though cam what made you want to say like hey nick you mm. gotta read Nightshade." so
1: i had started this a long time ago back when it was gifted to me but the first story is so boring at first i i'm i'm gonna assume you liked that one because that one's very uh lovecraftian
0: Lovecraft, yes, yeah. I, I did. Of course, it's like good, that one. but I can't uh, stand
1: all the. Ye- <laughs> so it takes place a long time ago, and everyone's like, "Ye old, I hope this finds you well." Writing letters to each other, and it's
0: <laughs> you know the, the, back when they still wrote yeah, with quills and shit. Dumb you know, bullshit. It. Right with
1: a pen, you dork. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it takes a long time to get started, so I kind of I just dropped the book, and I was like, even though I knew it was short stories, I was like, okay, if I just make it through this one, maybe I don't like this one. Maybe I'll like the next one. But I never ended up finishing that for a long time until uh covet hit and i suddenly had a lot of free time and i was reading outside a lot which was really nice um so i powered through that one and then the next one is is the uh the flu one is that right the one that eventually
0: uh no the, the next one uh right after okay, that right, right, is
1: right. um graveyard shift
0: the next one right after okay. that is graveyard shift which is a, which is a great one that's like I think that's yeah, so it story. immediately
1: hooked me, and like there were so many um, little stories in it that I wanted to talk about it with people, but no one I knew had read it. So I was like, "Oh, maybe maybe we'll do it for October." You know, when we're doing the podcast, because that's when you can come around and force people to uh, do something, and that's that way you can talk about it. But I ended up deciding not to do it for my main episode because there. While there are a lot of good stories in this, I'd want people to basically read the whole book because there's so mu- so much variety, and it's not a long book like Nick said mm-hmm. earlier. It's like 500 pages, but um, it's it's
0: not like the longest, but that's that's pretty long for a collection yeah. of short stories.
1: And I wanted I would want to talk about the variety and the difference between each story, and so I decided we're I'm doing something mm-hmm. else for my main episode, but uh, I'm glad I was able to hook Nick in and, to um, read.
0: Listeners, I want to know if you like this kind of format of episode. Uh, we do this from time to time, but I think Cam and I could stand to like do a little book club thing because I've I've oh, yeah. uh, I've enjoyed um, like kind of passing stuff back and forth, whether it's comics or, or regular books or whatever, and just to be able to like talk about something tiny and not go on for like too too long. But um, I think that this was a this was definitely a great thing. I've read a lot of short story compilations mm. for horror and. Um, you know, I I like Stephen King well enough, but I don't. Th- I wouldn't count any of my any of his books among like my horror favorites. I think until now, I think this one was mm, really good. I'm this glad. is like something that I will think continue. I to do think, think it's really corny, time.
1: so I'm glad you consider this one good. What um, if you ever have anyone yeah, to pass it is, off, it is to corny, me, but it is I would love to read short stories that I can get into way easier than.
0: Yeah, I actually um, I don't know if I gave it to you the the collection. It's funny enough. His son did called Strange <laughs>
1: Web. I think uh, I just gave that good. back to you. I didn't know that um, was short stories.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, four short stories that uh, Joe Hill, mm. Stephen King's son, did. Uh, but th- I say sh- four short stories. It's like yeah. four mini novels, like they're all very good. Um, one in particular, I r- I remember as just being such a weird idea, but I'll think about it forever. It's like a guy who like ends up skydiving out of a, out of a plane because the plane's like he's like you know the plane's going down. He's like I this is all I have, and like. All right, well, I, I'm sure I'll be able to survive. And he just fucking hits a cloud and, he has, <laughs> and he's stuck up there. All right. And, like, that's the story. The story moves on from there. It's good. It's a good story, but it's got a weird, yeah, like, that start That sounds to
1: good. It. That's why I love short stories, because you don't need to delve into the details too much. You can just be like, whoa, look at this weird premise. Let's explore right. it for as long as it's interesting and then leave it alone.
0: It's funny. I, I like a lot of horror short stories, but when I'm uh, what I'm really hungry for, especially during this time of year, is a, a narrative that can, like, stick it out through for for a while you know like something that can maintain the tension mm. throughout but this d- it doesn't really need to like it a lot of these things probably could be expanded and i'm sure were and they're awful yes. adaptions uh, but um uh they just kind of they just kind of hit well and i think that it's it's a bad example to start with the first one jerusalem jerusalem's yeah. lot right because that one's 50 pages long that's probably one of the longest short mm-hmm. stories in this book and it's kind of a shame because i think that if you led with something else right right let's say you led with um night surf right which was yeah, the basis for the stand good. about the disease that wipes yeah out, not fun to
1: read out. in march Almost. this year <laughs> must say yeah
0: <laughs> yeah Ugh. uh or like um another one of the the very short uh creepy ones like um ooh. i mean even if you just moved to graveyard shift which is like one yeah. story ahead that one's like a, such a great story and it's it's and there's like more going on than just like the horror stuff cuz you're like oh my god this guy he's has to do this awful job and it's like there's tension between him and his boss about like like you know it's like hey you guys are fucking around with the labor board you're trying to skirt uh re- skirt like yep. regulations and it's like there's a there's like a drama in there and then the muse yeah. invades it's come like in you think then, then your job's dangerous
1: like... now and you're underpaid <laughs> now you got to fight a rat with tentacles uh so let's talk about that yeah. one so i don't know if we i mean i guess we can just mm-hmm. spoil all of these because no one's going to seek out this book and read it probably
0: this is a this is a 50 <laughs> almost year this is an almost fifty year chance. old book
1: and we're not going to talk about every story so um
0: <laughs> we're not going to talk about every single story we're going to talk about some of our favorites um but um we are going to uh, spoil them this is an easy thing to track down i'm sure your local bookstore has yeah. a copy laying around somewhere with that's a little <clears> doggy wicked
1: good it's really great for reading on your break at work or something because you can get through most of a story mm-hmm. and so you'll feel pretty satisfied yeah
0: and if you have uh the patience for uh a story about you know before uh, electricity <laughs> was any good and people still wrote with quills i do actually think before the story is i think good, it gets really good that. but it has a uh,
1: really slow start yes i agree with the letter exchanging that is not interesting to me i can't I'm, i have mm-hmm. trouble with um remembering characters names too so books sometimes are mm-hmm. difficult especially when you know you're just writing letters back and forth but um Anyway, so right. uh, with the with the first uh, story we're going to talk about, a uh, graveyard shift, I knew Nick would like this one because mm-hmm. he's he's always talking about um, you know justice for workers and unions and stuff, which obviously you should be interested mm-hmm. in. But yeah. it's funny to take it to the ex- extreme of. I'm not going down there. There's a mutated rat down there. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll fire you. It's like, oh, no. OK, I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> it's
0: like it's like who can't Absolutely. relate to this struggle? It's like, you know, your your boss is trying to get you to do something that is obviously mm-hmm. dangerous. And uh, the leverage they have is that they'll fire you if you don't. And uh, he even says this job. Ain't yeah, union. it's brought up like, many times. like, I don't give a shit what you think. We're going to uh, I can fire you yeah. for
1: any reason, especially uh, not killing the rat with tentacles in the basement so they're they're <laughs> right. closing this place down to make it suitable for work because it's this old uh old building old mill. mill and um they end up they they end up having to go into the basement and there's all these rats down there, and they keep one guy gets like one rat in his pant leg and it like fucks up his leg, and he has to basically can't work anymore, and it's like well, then. You know, why did I go down here in the first place? They should have just gotten fired instead of going down here, getting my leg all yeah. fucked up, and then not being able to work anyway. Yeah. But then they found out mm-hmm. there's a basement like under keep... the basement. Yes. With...
0: This, they, they really ratcheted up through this because it's like it goes through the days. It's like, all right, look, there's going to be a week that everyone else is either going to get laid off or if they're, you know, uh, an older employee, they'll get they'll just mm-hmm. get the week off. And if you want the pay, you can come in because what we're going to do is it's going to be the graveyard shift of like, you know, around like midnight. We're going to take crews down there. We're going to take hoses and we're going to hose off all the shit that makes this obviously unsafe yeah. mill. Uh, so obviously unsafe we're gonna bla- power bla- power wash all the mold it's the and shit kind of place of that you this. think
1: that power washing it might destroy the structural integrity of the building <laughs> you might float through the and they even yeah. bring that up uh they're
0: like, they're like are you sure what we're doing down there isn't going to fucking collapse like, the building no <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah but it's like no we do it we do it I forget once a the exact year exact
1: circumstances but they end up getting the boss to come down to the the second floor basement with them
0: it's a threat because what happens is um, one of the guys who's nick- who gets nicknamed College because of mm-hmm. course he's a college boy, uh, and um, he's like, "Look, I know what you're doing to us." Like this is after uh, a couple of large, you know, impossibly sized rats have already like caused damage. To people bit them, like uh, fucked people them. up, got gotten like the yep. gunk of the machine, and like he's like, "All right, I know this is dangerous," and then they this job is taking so much longer because of all the horrible wildlife. That's down yeah. that they're finding down there. And uh, then at one point college is like, no, I went and I looked through the the standards of this place. Like if I call, oh, yeah. if I call the state, <laughs> if I send a letter to the state, then they are going to come down here and they're going to find out that everything about this place is like, not only like a fire hazard, but also like it's liable to collapse. Yeah, just because everyone. it's not union doesn't like,
1: mean uh, <laughs> you can't get shut down for being it doesn't mean regulations don't apply. Unsafe.
0: right. hmm And, uh, this is um, that, and this is after. Of course, they find the hatch, and they notice that like one of the pillars they have. Uh, somebody who's like no know, notice about building because he's done other contracting jobs is like, "Hey, this pillar is connected to something underneath it. This is not the bottom floor." And uh, they're all like, "Ah, oh, fuck! We got to hose off that uh-huh. one too." And it's like where all these things have been coming from. And you know, the the boss is like saying, "You know, like you fucks, you can't you can't quit on me." I'll fire you and, like, all that. Like, he's making these threats, and college is like, no, if you want this done, yeah. you're coming with. You grab the flashlights, grab the hose, we're opening up the hatch, you're coming with us. And he's, like, got this power-washing hose behind him like yeah, a gun. I'll like, power all wash right, a uh, yeah, I'll power-wash damn you. <laughs> yeah. And he's making this guy go in front. Of course, going down there at all is uh, maybe not the best idea. They find r- literal rats with wings, <laughs> and that's not me describing pigeons. That's like... Uh, like these rats have mutated into something more horrible and old and evil than ever mm-hmm. before. And they can barely see anything because they're in a se- they're in a, you know, third floor yeah. basement at this point. Um, they have their, their lights aren't working. The rats start to chew through the hose. They're smarter. They're like bigger. It's just like,
1: it's great escalation, which is what know, he's it's, so good it's, at. Yeah. And absolutely. it's the boring. It's, the... it's a dark,
0: horrible place where you can't see anything and you feel something crawl over your feet and you try to hit it with the yep. hose and it's gone. It's
1: perfect. It's a, uh... And they're, like, slowly surrounding them and getting closer. And uh, the boring end of the story would have been, like, you know, the extremely boring end would have been, like, um, you know, okay, they call the labor board, the place gets shut down, and that's it. And then everyone loses their job or whatever. But And then, you know, another extreme it could have been taken to is just they send him down there, just the boss. But, no, they, Mm -hmm. like, escort the boss all the way to the end of the level where the, the biggest, meanest rat is, which is, like, this weird, like, Mm-hmm. Rat with tentacles and other rats coming off of it and stuff.
0: Yeah, this weird malformed. Uh, they they call mm. it the queen. So I imagine it's like an insect queen where it's like hatching big yeah. eggs. It's just one of those things where it's like you can't really imagine what caused this creature to be there. And this one of the things that I think is good about this story is that it doesn't go into the over explanation that King likes to get mm. into sometimes. I think he's uh, not. It's weird for me to say this because of course he became one of the most prolific writers in the world. But like, uh, he earlier on in his career he gets into this thing where he's like, well, people won't buy this if I don't give it some huh. explanation. And then it's like you just gave you just gave a little bit too much in my opinion. Like it's uh, my my go to for this is I think the mangler where he gives, just gives you a little bit too much information
1: so on why it's like that. So why is the mangler that. like that? I don't really remember. So the mangler another story I've-
0: um well, let's let's finish let's finish off talking about uh, night sh- uh graveyard shift because uh, what the actual ending of the story is is they find that horrible yeah. large rat down there and the other rats chew through the hose they can't find their way back everyone mm-hmm. gets eaten alive down there and then the other crew that was on top is like if they don't come up in fifteen minutes Oof. we gotta go find them and it's like <laughs> like oh yeah none of these guys are getting out but that's like a it's a very good satisfying oh yeah ending,
1: great short story mm-hmm. but the.
0: And that's that's like a, a great example of what this this collection does well. Yeah,
1: um, that obviously that one really hooked me in. I was like, okay, now I think I will read this entire book. But um, the one that made me want to talk about talk to it talk about the book to other people was the Mangler. When I got to that one, because I've read or I've seen Maximum Overdrive and like Cujo and stuff, where the king likes to have something that is evil and that's the antagonist or like something that gets possessed or whatever, like really basic premise. But right. when I got to the story where the thing that gets possessed or is evil is a laundry machine, I needed to text everyone about it. And I was just like, this is great <laughs> because it's so clearly like, okay, we'll just don't go near the machine, right? <laughs> the machine's bad. Don't go near the machine doesn't have legs or anything right <laughs> well <laughs> yeah but you said you remember what makes it evil i've read this a couple months ago so i don't really yes so recall
0: so with the mangler it starts when like somebody you know somebody gets pulled in it's a big industrial accident it's the kind of thing that could happen it's like a laundry time, right? presser
1: it's, a, it's like it flattens the clothes i think mm-hmm. so it's basically a steamroll a stationary steamroller yeah
0: yes it, it yeah it pulls it in folds it and presses it mm. like steam presses it and the the people call the you know the workers at the plant call it the mangler yes. because of the way it looks oh, yeah it's a great name Excellent. already but um um so you have like this you have this horrible industrial machine you know like this just this big thing you don't want to get too near it if you don't have to but people got to work there you know and somebody falls in and then, uh, the, that's like the, somebody's like job is to go like, Hey, I got to report this gotta yeah. write it up. I got to, you know, submit to their next of kin, all that. Uh, and that person cannot stand the site. He's like, Oh God. Like he's like, I've, I've seen a lot of horrible accidents. I have never like seen anything this bad. He immediately turns around and throws up the second uh-huh. that he gets there. And that's like a, that's a good character moment. It's like, Oh yeah, this is, this, <laughs> this is real is the bad. the worst I've seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but what they eventually settle on for explaining, like, why this machine is like this, because things keep happening around it. And, you know, they're, like, go and they check, they inspect it, and it's not, like, a mechanical failure. Like, every part of it is squeaky clean. Everything is functioning. There's no, like, there's nothing that they can get the machine shut down or taken apart for, yeah. like, legally. So, so that means that the case has to go to human error and nothing yeah. gets changed. And then, you know, it's just one of those things where the guy's kind of looking through his side like, oh, yeah, I don't like the, that thing. You know, there's, that's something, the mangler there's something keeps wrong mangling that thing.
1: And it then turns yes. into like an almost like a detective or cop story where he's like trying to get it shut down or whatever and he can't. Right. And um, eventually he settles on a, doing an exorcism on the machine. Right.
0: And it doesn't work because they had the wrong kind yeah. of exorcism. They They were like looking up demons and they're like, all right uh this demon is is like pretty bush league if we know Mm -hmm. what is in here and they settle on it because it's like all right well what do you need to summon a demon they're looking at the ingredients like what could have possibly gotten (laughs) into this machine and um it's like okay well blood right you got the blood of a virgin which is a funny like little bit in the middle they're like well do we think this girl was a virgin like yeah she cut her hand and some blood got in it's like okay so that accounts for that part and that's like well what else it's like well, uh, you know, graveyard dirt. It's like, okay, the nearest graveyard's like 20 miles away. There's no way that somebody would uh-huh. bring graveyard dirt to this. Uh, or like I yeah, There's like all these things stuff. that, like, they're like, okay, it cannot possibly have. Um, and when they get to, uh, like, you know, hor- horse hoof, and it's like, all right, well, horse hoof gets oh. turned into gelatin. That's a, a not a horse that did fall here to have end know, up, last, ended up in there Last <laughs> that. No, it's – but, like – Uh, I think that they just went a little too far, like, King just went a little too far with explaining exactly what, like, class and kind of demon is in it. Like, I think maybe implying that it's, like, it's possible that some things may have gotten in there. Like, I like when he's, like, you know, a place this big with rafters like that, it's not that weird for a Mm. bat to have gotten in here. Like, that wing would have, would not, would would not be a weird thing to find, to have gotten into this machine.
1: So, the exorcism goes wrong, and it it ends up, like, (laughs) he says... It, this happens in The Shining, too, where it's, like, um, with the hedge maze animals in the book, anyway, mm-hmm. where he's, like, it seems like the, anim- the the mangler reached, like, lurched at the guy and got him. Like, it reached out and mm-hmm. bit him, basically. Mm-hmm. And his, I think mm-hmm. the priest or whatever, the guy gets sucked in and he dies. And the detective guy, insurance guy, is, is, like, running away. He's, like, oh, I could feel like it was behind me. I have to go warn my family. And then at the end, like mm-hmm. the last part of that short story, if I remember correctly, is like, he's like, we have to go. We have to leave here. And it's like, well, it's just a machine. It can't be running after you. And then he's like, I smelled the the blood and smoke and heard it coming. And, it, and then it just ends, which yeah. I'm glad it ends there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it wrenching itself out of its supports is like a yeah. big part towards the end. And I actually think that's kind of cool. Like that's like a... Um, it it like like I've said, this is corny. Like a lot of these stories are corny, but that's okay. They still they can still be effective even if they are. It's
1: the next step you have to take if you want to keep making it more dangerous. Because like I said earlier, it's like well, just don't go near it if it's uh if it's bad.
0: Right exactly no You still seemed Nick <laughs> just turned off his okay. light it's right, we're it recording
1: on. this in the morning <laughs> it's uh completely yeah, it's just dark.
0: the way the light comes in it, it comes in behind me so i end up completely <laughs> in shadow if i don't put something on in front of me um but yeah but, so i uh, i immediately yeah, messaged a...
1: everyone like uh evil laundry machine alert you gotta check this out <laughs> this is really stupid <laughs> stupid but enjoyable but uh, chronologically, we skipped over I Am the Doorway, which, which is uh, one Nick mentioned that he liked a lot, if you want to talk about that one at all.
0: Absolutely. That's one of my favorites. Um, I Am the Doorway is great because it imagines a world in which space exploration was mm. properly funded. Uh, and uh, no, um, no, that's <laughs> not it. But uh, it's, it does involve, it does imagine that. But it's like, they're like, oh my God, we got to find something out here. We got to find anything out here. And they do, but not like they pass through it on the way home. From like a, a multi-planet exploration yeah. like tour and um, uh, you know they they get seriously hurt because of a malfunction when they uh, the, during the landing one guy dies the other guy survives and he's like sort of recounting this story yeah this
1: is like, landing back on earth of, like yeah
0: right this, he's recounting a story about something that he claims to have done but there's no evidence for he's like I, I killed this boy and like nobody can like nobody's like reported anyone missing and also there's no body anywhere and he's like look i don't know what you're talking about and then he starts to explain he's like look why do you think i keep my hands all bandaged up and the other guy's like all right because of the accident that you were in that left you uh-huh. without the use of your legs and uh cause that's also basically his alibi for not yeah, being it's like able you to couldn't kill, kill them
1: because the kid dies on the beach so it's like you're not going to roll yourself out mm-hmm. on the beach in your wheelchair
0: right and um you know it's it's like uh this guy is experiencing some kind of weird he's got like a he says it's a weird rash but then when he goes into more detail he's like no their eyes like this is like the way that whatever this thing is Uh is seeing me and it's it's not necessarily possessing him there appears to be something on the other end but we never get quite an exact idea of what that is um so this is a this is a cosmic oh, yeah. horror story. He's got two cosmic horror stories in there by my uh by my count What's and the know, other lots one? of horror writers are uh, uh, the other one I think is uh, Jerusalem's Lot. Oh, Jerusalem's yeah, yeah, Lot yeah. is definitely yeah. a cosmic horror story. Uh, you know the the great ancient worm that writhes within the earth and is going to be summoned by one of the correct blood. That's yeah. a very that, uh, that lovecraft the shoe fits there thing. for sure. Yeah. Um, but this is like a this is a, the kind of story it's it's a good cosmic horror story, like there, are, and this is one are of the more unique ones in the book, I... too,
1: because like right basically um, the the rash is spreading and horrible things keep happening. and he like remembers like it happening hmm. from a first person perspective, oh, which i I meant to mention. um this was adapted into a Russian TV uh, movie um that's shot all in first person, which is exactly how. Oh, I was envisioning cool. it when I was reading the book, which is so cool, because you—he's always, you know, speaking for a first person, but you know that's not always how you imagine a story when you read it that way. But how you see it, yeah,
0: right. Um, this is a, this is one of those stories that just kind of gets gets in deep with you because it's like this kind of thing where it's like you don't have control over your own mm-hmm. actions, but you still have to face the consequences of them. Like that kid's dead, and, and he's trying to get himself sort of he's trying to get himself arrested but not really he's more trying to like say like look this is, this is what's happening somebody has to stop this I don't right. know how to stop it and um what he uh, like this is just this this thing is powerful this thing is not just like some eyes on his hands that can puppet around his body like this can make his body do things that he can't because he doesn't have any control over his legs but this thing can make yeah. him get up and walk when it's in control of him um and when uh you know like at one point, when somebody discovers what's going on, when he unbandages his eyes and they look, <laughs> on his hand eyes and they look at his, uh, they look at his friend that he's trying to explain this thing to. The dude runs away, rightfully so. But then it like it's like all right we can't let him get away so it just fucking calls down lightning oh that's right. yeah. on him and evaporates him and it's great it's a great scene like it sounds mm. corny but it's not it, it works it works and well that's another thing scene.
1: that he can't be like i uh killed my friend with lightning it's like well no, no you didn't dude
0: yeah and everyone would be
1: like but also off, um one part of this i really like rereading the the summary is that they mention in the short story like he sees just as the eyes are seeing people through his perspective, he sees people through the eyes perspective and the eyes perceive them as a like a threat or a monster like that he needs to be killed, right. which I thought was really cool. It's like kind of the reason that they they're killing people.
0: Mm-hmm. And when he closes his eyes, he can see yeah. through the eyes in his hands. It's like he's getting another view. Um, and this is like this is a story that just kind of uh, sticks with you in a way. It just does a good job of getting that kind of creeping mm-hmm. dread of like, I don't know how to stop this unless i am no well, longer here. or if you were like, to destroy the puts, eyes he sticks his hands <laughs> yeah. in the fire he sticks his mm-hmm. hands in the fire right to and he he feels the pain not just the pain of like him burning his own hands but he feels the pain from the perspective of this creature that yeah. he's connected to and it's like a burning searing like everything is gone kind of thing he burns both his hands off he ends up getting some nice hooks and he talks about it hooks for a little while and then he's like and i'm sure i'll be able to pull the trigger mm-hmm. too when i need to because the other day i saw some uh. eyes on my chest and it's like, oh, all right. Well, the the story's gone. It's like it's just like a good way, good creepy way to end this. Like a lot of these stories have good endings. Some of them feel a little like, all right, we got to rush yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to get to. We got to we got to get this to the end. We got to get out of here. But um, that one, I think, works out quite well. I think that's another. That's one of it my favorites. It was great. You know, that graveyard shift and um, and the Mangler were all highlights for me. But I know that there were other ones that you liked
1: to Yeah. Take. Um. Yeah, I don't want to do every story, but you got in here. You got. Um, trucks, which is basically uh, Maximum Overdrive, and this version is so much better than Maximum right. Overdrive because Maximum Overdrive is so it... <laughs> long. It's like the longest movie I've ever seen in my life, and it's just about trucks come to life and trap people in a gas station and they have to fight back, and the trucks demand that... The best part of this one is the trucks can't put gas in themselves, so they need people to put gas mm-hmm. in the trucks, so... It becomes a hostage negotiation situation where the trucks need someone to come out and put gas in them because they're trapped at a gas station. So they're, like, mm-hmm. threatening to, like, run them over. And, like, they end up going out and pumping gas for, like, 12 hours straight into these trucks. It's really, it's it's some, some wild stuff. I enjoyed that part. But it's better as a short story than it is as a movie. Um So Absolutely. do you...
0: That one didn't hit so well for me, honestly. I, I really <laughs> didn't really care that much for. Yeah, for I liked
1: it because it's it's stupid. I like that. How can you make this premise um, work?
0: I was a big fan of uh, Grey. Yeah. Manor, uh, if we want to talk about another. Yeah, one. Yeah,
1: that one's good because it has such a good um, beginning to it. So, these locals are hanging out in this uh, convenience store, and um, this young kid walks in, and he's like. He looks, uh, you know, terrified, and he's like, oh, but they recognize that he comes here every day to grab his dad a case of beer. I wish I could remember the name of the beer. Harrow's. Harrow's, I think it is, because they always call it, oh, you're here for your Harrow's, for your dad? And he's like, he comes in, and he puts mm-hmm. the money on the table, and he's like, I don't want to go back. I can't go back. And yeah. and the it's, money is, like, it's like disgusting. It's, gross. like,
0: yeah, it's, like, it's like four gray, do- like, soaked wet yeah. dollars. And uh, four, four soaking wet slimy dollars could get you a lot of beer. <laughs> back in, in, in the day, back year. in
1: the good old days. But um, <laughs> I don't want, I don't really want to go into too much detail about this story. If you do want to check out this one, it's in the first episode of the new Creep Show TV series on Amazon.
0: Yeah, I can't vouch for that because I haven't seen it. Um, but I mean, Creep Show, the original, the the movie was a a co co production between king Mm. and george romero movie's great and it was because of their shared love of the old ec horror comics which i love to death and i would really love to do an episode on eventually someday i don't think we have time this month because there's just too much shit going on but um
1: but yeah that uh Um, or we could do it for our little book club thing if we end up doing that
0: yeah uh yeah but the the old ec horror comics that's like you can definitely feel the dna of that old style of like get in get out tell a creepy story uh, do something that you haven't seen before or do something you have seen before in a new way. Yeah, and um, you know? this
1: like... makes me, or this weekend I realized, like, or this week I realized how much I love anthology stuff because I love this book. I love Twilight Zone, uh, Black Mirror I liked, and uh, um, American Horror Story kind of counts because each season was a different premise. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. stuff, so... Um, yeah. that's...
0: Are there any that we're missing? We have brought up a lot of them. We didn't really talk about Night Surf that much, but we don't need to. I would like to talk um, about
1: um, – well, anyway, with, with Grey Matter, um, the, the debt – so his dad that asked him to go get a can of beer every day is, has become an alcoholic due to the, the um, death of his, his wife and somehow got uh, infected with some sort of mold or something. From, bacteria from the yeah. beer that he was drinking like it was it had something on it and he's been drinking it and then he just becomes this gray blob that uh can't stand the sun and like needs it's all, all he cares about is the beer he ends up asking the sun to boil the beer for him because he needs everything to be hot yeah he's like hey can you warm yeah. that up <laughs> it's so it's like, oh, it's, it's a really good story I, I highly recommend it but we gotta talk there's at least two more i want to talk about um first uh what do you think of the lawnmower man
0: i thought it was okay i i have a different idea in my head yeah. of the lawnmower man right because i think of the the movie and i haven't <laughs> seen that movie but it, I, it um it just kind of puts an image in your head so well, stephen
1: king um sued that sued to get his name taken off of that movie because <laughs> it's so wildly <laughs> different than the short story
0: Right, it's just the all they share. And that the
1: moves. guy is a gardener in the beginning.
0: <laughs> well, I mean like, that's fairly <laughs> detailed. The I
1: But oh god, I'd like to do a, a, a recap of that one. But
0: you wanna? I've been exp- I've been like, doing a lot of the recaps. You wanna do? I'll do. I'll Blummore pull
1: Wikipedia and remember my best ability because all I remember is the really, the stupid parts.
0: The God bless the grass yeah. and uh... so. Oh, oh, this
1: guy um, loved cutting his grass. He loved having his beautiful lawn, but eventually he gets too old and he can't do it anymore. Um, he hires a local teen to cut it for him, but he ends up running over um, the neighbor's cat because it's uh, chased into it by a dog. Um, he calls up a new service. And let's see. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to take this right from the Wikipedia because I can't, I don't think I could do it better. Um, the new service shows up, and is like, okay, I'm here to cut your lawn. He's like, all right, great. I'll be inside. You uh, you do your job. Um, Harold is j- enjoying a rest as he reads the paper, wondering about the lawnmower man, mentioning uh, Cirque circ- when he hears the lawnmower outside. Startled, he races back to the porch and sees the lawnmower running by itself and the naked lawnmower man following it on all fours eating the grass.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that's um, the majority of the story. I think he's like, this isn't worth it. The grass looks so nice, but uh, this is fucked up. I don't like that this guy is eating all my grass. at <laughs> this magic lawnmower. And then the lawnmower ends up running him over. So uh, that's kind of... A...
0: Yeah, the end of the story when you got the patrolmen to show up and like look at the scene. Uh, they're like, this guy must have been some kind of sex maniac. This weird new <laughs> guy following a uh, lawnmower around. And it's a weird end tag mm-hmm. for the story. Um, I I was definitely uh sort of driven to continue reading that story because I'm like, what oh, the fuck? Where where is the end it, goal yeah. for this? I can't see it. I can't see it anywhere from the beginning. But uh, I I did this one didn't stick with me as much as uh, some of the other ones did. But it is funny to um, it's it's you know you can't have every story be the hor- the creeping dread. Sometimes a weird yeah, thing just yeah. I think happen. that was a
1: perfect weird thing, and it, the it's a funny um. A conundrum or like a place to put yourself in is like, well, mm-hmm. the grass looks so nice, but this guy is being so weird about the way he's cutting it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, is he doing something <laughs> well, no, wrong No, like, <laughs> I don't uh, like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but also, the, the part I really liked about this story is that he doesn't get run over by the lawnmower outside, it happens in his living room, which I think is a really good right. uh, imagery to think of as a lawnmower getting run over by a lawnmower in your in- living room. Indoors, <laughs> indoors is, is pretty neat. But um, the the one I wanted to show uh, to Nick the most, be, one because it reminded me of uh, uh, a fighting game that Nick likes, King of Fighters. the the main mm-hmm. boss.
0: Uh yeah well fa- yeah Fatal Fury, King of Fighters. Uh Geese Howard, I, I've cosplayed him before and I you know talk about it. He is very famously uh, gets kicked out of the the penthouse of his uh Geese Tower of yes. uh, the Howard Estate. Uh, and uh, has this scene of him like kind of falling to the ground. And he lives through that in the (laughs) game, of course. uh, Most people would not be so lucky. Uh, He does eventually die the exact same (laughs) way. You can't do it twice. You get one. Yeah, you can't can't do it twice. Yeah. (laughs) But But this is a story called The Ledge. And um, Cam recommended it to me specifically because he remembered uh, the... the But also I really like this uh, one because of the suspense.
1: I think it's one of the better uh, stories. And mm -hmm. such a simple premise, too. I would agree. Um, so this guy uh, finds out, is, so is he cheating? Is his wife cheating on him, or is he?
0: His wife is cheating on him with her mm. tennis instructor. And we see this, of course, from the tennis instructor's perspective. He's going to like negotiate with Oh, the right. It's the rich guy's life. Like, okay. Right.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Um, he's, he's going to negotiate with this guy because he doesn't want his uh, wife to get kidnapped by hired goons mm-hmm. or anything like that. So he's like, look. We're gonna we're gonna negotiate with you, and this rich guy is famous for his negotiations, yes. right? Like he's like the art of the deal. Uh, he's 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 Donny Deals. He's <laughs> uh, he's a real, real like um, like kind of bargain maker mm-hmm. kind of guy. And he's like, look, twenty thousand dollars in cash right there, and you leave my wife alone forever. And he's like, buddy, you don't even like your yeah. wife. Why would I do that? And, then, and uh, he's because he's in love. You know, he's like, I don't care. Like the money mm-hmm. means a lot, but i don't care about it if it means that i can't see your wife anymore and um so he's like okay uh twenty thousand dollars and you get to keep my wife but uh he's you know he's got this penthouse open uh and and he's like you have to walk along the edge of this building yeah. like i like you have to go outside this window and walk a- along Yeah, the climb edge over of this the balcony and go all in. the way
1: around and back in and then he, yeah then i'll give you the money and my wife And if
0: you don't do it, I'm going to get you put in jail forever on a heroin charge, which like, oh, yeah, right. He's one of those guys that's like,
1: I put heroin in your trunk and put your fingerprints on it. And if you don't do it, then you go to jail. It's like, what? Yeah. How do you do that? It's like money. (laughs) Who are they going to believe me
0: or you? Like this guy has already been to prison once. So he's it's not it's not hard. And so I think he starts weighing the options of
1: going to prison for it. He's like, well, I'd be out in a couple of years, you know, like 20 years or whatever. But I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do 20 minutes without her. Yeah, and I think he's, he's threatening like, he's the wife. Her. He's like, he like could... I'm
1: going to kill my wife while you're in prison, basically. I think that's part of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, that is also part of it. Um, so, but this, the tension of the story is him trying to, like, navigate his way around. Like, he's like, oh, my God, there are fucking birds. Yeah. You know, I the, the wind when I cross between the corners is a lot. And this guy's like an athlete, you know. it's like It's, it's not like the task itself mm-hmm. is impossible to him. It's not easy, but it's like something that he can do. It's just like, you know, you're, you're. How high up are you? The building curves away down in front of you. Like yeah, you're,
1: and it, you're, it's you're windy on the and ledge, freezing. Like. And he's mm-hmm. doing this for because otherwise, for like such a bizarre premise. I love that this guy is like the art of the deal, mm-hmm. and then he's like walk around my <laughs> walk around my penthouse, or I'll send you to jail. Mm-hmm. It's such a good, uh, good setup mm-hmm. to why this guy needs to go around the ledge. It's like on a yeah. on a it's bet. Like I, never, like I bet you can't do this.
0: I never Welsh yes, on a bet. Yes, that's what it is. Which I always thought it was Welsh, but hearing them say Welsh makes me feel like is this? It was did that thing start as like a, a most like a likely thing? Like ah, <laughs> uh, you can't trust the Welsh. Odds are yes. Uh, if they're from Wales, they'll always screw you on a deal. It's like I I've never heard that before. Is that from like five hundred years ago? Know. When is that?
1: But so he ends up. He's starting to do it. He's pretty confident in himself, but. I really like the intricacies they get into with like, okay, there's a bird's nest here and I need to stay here because I'm on the north side of the building and it's windy on this side. It's windier on this side Mm -hmm. and the bird is like pecking at his fingers and stuff and he's bleeding and slipping off the edge and he's waiting for the wind to die down. So he's like cold and getting pecked at and waiting just so he can keep going around. And uh, spoilers—he makes it in. Like he makes it, and he's like, "Oh, thank God! Mm-hmm. All right, give me the money. Um, I'm gonna go, you know, uh, live. W- w- we'll uh, move away with your wife. Everything's fine. You sick fuck." Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "I I had my wife killed <laughs> 35 minutes ago. And, Yikes! Um, and uh, I never said I yeah, would exactly. kill my wife." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's a very roundabout thing. He's like, well, I, you know, I did but, you know, you get to, you know, I'm not sending you back to jail and uh, you get to keep the money uh, and, you know, I'll never bother you again. And he's, and the guy's like, well, fuck you. I don't give a fuck anymore. And like these, uh, when he, he like goes to motion to tell his security guard to mm-hmm. like shoot him and um because he's getting aggressive and he does like a fucking batman move of hitting the guy with the gun with the duffel bag oh, yeah. full of money to like <laughs> knock knock him out and take the gun and then he's like you know got the gun up against this rich guy who's caused him all this problem and he's like "I'll make yeah, you a yeah oh,
1: so good because you're like you oh know, he's just gonna you, shoot him you wanna yeah that wouldn't be interesting yeah
0: uh but he's like you know i'll give you the same deal you gave me i'll leave you alone but you gotta, you got to make it around yeah, this building. So you got to make it around the ledge. And he's like, look, 20,000, look, 20,000 20, is nothing. I'll give you a million. I'll give you 10 million. No, he's like, I'd no, much I, rather, I, rather I, make what what it around this yeah. <laughs> building. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's a balcony that's open on the other side. I bet you that guy is just going to go in the bal- – he's going to break into the balcony oh, on the yeah. other side if he makes yep. it that far. Uh, he's like, I haven't heard him fall. I haven't heard any screaming or anything hitting the ground or anything like that. So I'm going to assume that he is still – either on the ledge or he's going, he's taking a rest inside that other balcony. Maybe he doesn't even intend mm-hmm. to go all the way. And he's like, well, that guy never watches on a bet, but <laughs> yeah. I've been known to. And so he takes the gun and he goes down to that, uh, that room. And uh, that's the end of the story. And that's like such a, it's a, it's a great story. That one's great. I don't know if that uh, it's, it's good because it draws on a fear that people don't like, it's hard to use in horror stories, really mm-hmm. the fear of heights. It's kind of Especially hard to use in a that book. in the horror yeah, story because like, heights aren't something that yeah. can attack you, you know? But it's a that's just a, I think it just it, works well. It's one of those things that is going to. The stick best with part right of it right for
1: me is that like, it seems like the premise came first. Like, oh, it would be scary to have to walk around a skyscraper ledge and it's like well how could you mm-hmm. make someone have to do that you know like and then the work backwards
0: yeah and what kind of person would make someone do that and what kind of person would be able to yeah. make it and then it's like what you know what were the obstacles that you would face if you had to do this and it's like a very it's a very thought out thing but i think I love the well. ending of he's uh, it's like not too even long.
1: if he makes it around i'm going to shoot him because i don't care <laughs> it's it's so great <laughs> yeah
0: it's like why do i have to care yeah. this guy this guy's an asshole <laughs>
1: But it's wonderful. I'm glad you enjoyed um, it. I'm glad you read so many of them. There's a couple. Yeah, I think we have to give oh. this our ratings. Right. Yes. Again, we recorded like two days ago.
0: Um. Now I am. I I have did not finish this book, but I'm reasonably sure that I can give this a zero pumpkins. Right. I. No. Yeah. There's no. We, there's we no I don't have any. There's there's nothing. There's no Halloween theming. There's no, like. This this is you don't have to do that to make like mm-hmm. for a good book. And that's fine. You know, this is not like a specifically Halloween thing. This is just a, a collection of short horror stories. And it's just it's a little odd that none of them take that's place around point. that time.
1: Yeah, I don't but, know if there are
0: any. But it doesn't really matter. It's, it's fine. It's zero pumpkins, but that's give not a bad it, thing.
1: Uh three pumpkins cause there's one story with vampires in it That you didn't get to. So Okay, well <laughs> Vampires <that's>... are Halloween.
0: <laughs> Wait, which um, one?
1: It's uh, it has a not a vampire esque name. Uh, one no one for the need. road,
0: one for the one for the road. Oh, it's well, that was it's one of the pretty last good. Ones. It's uh Damn, snow yeah. vampires
1: too, and it connects oh, well, well, to uh, Salem's Lot, the um, movie that he eventually did and book that he did. Cool, it's pretty good.
0: All right, well, you heard it here first. Three pumpkins for a couple of vampires. <laughs> you can easily sway. That's right. Uh, screams. Uh is any of this stuff going to keep
1: you up at night? Um no, probably not. I've the I don't know if there's any that are too unsettling. Maybe graveyard shift with the gross rats. I don't like that. Gray matter not scary. Mm-hmm. The idea of
0: being down in a in a basement where you can't see anything and being menaced by rats is actually very scary to
1: me. It's one of the oh, yeah. scarier uh, concepts real. in this. Yeah, no. Yes. I'll give it a uh a small scream like ah like that. I one of those. I would agree. I'd say one I'd say one screen. small
0: scream is, is worth it. Um, there are some very good uh, concepts in this story. Um, being you brought up Cam, before Cam that you have a, an industrial mixer, the the Hobart at, at your yes. previous job, and uh, you mentioned that that thing doesn't care what's in it. It just knows yeah. to mix, and that's it. And in that sense, I believe the the Mangler is a scary story because when you're near large mm-hmm. machinery, it doesn't care what what's inside. Yeah, it doesn't it, know not where no it's to going. Stop. You know, it's meant to do. It's meant to do something. Well, some machines do. Uh, if you're working in mm. fancy factory or whatever, but like uh, most of the time, it's just like you know, if you went through the car wash as a human, right? <laughs> It'd be really like fun. You not out squeaky clean. It... <laughs> <laughs> <that's> <laughs> yeah, example. it's fun to go in through a <laughs> car wash.
1: <laughs> Listeners, this is what I'm here to promote today: my car wash. But no, yeah, my one of my chefs right, one time right. told me a story about a guy falling in a mixer, but I don't think I believe that. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've always been terrified of those things. Like I I don't put my hand anywhere near that when it's moving at all. So uh uh that mm. that part's pretty it's pretty uh, bloody extent, and sir. and uh if we're moving on to blood, if we're moving on to rating the amount of blood.
0: I think we're moving on to blood. I think that there are they not every story is bloody, but the ones that oh, are, yeah. really get into it. Uh, I think it's good. They got some real 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 uh lurching descriptions. I'm giving this one I'm giving this one about uh, 12 mm. gallons worth of blood, I think. I'm trying to think of what amount would fill yeah, the washing Yeah, or like machine. three people. Uh, like, how Beth. much blood is that? <laughs> There's one other yeah. story that I remember
1: being very bloody. Um, uh, so oh, the lawnmower man. You're like getting killed by a lawnmower. Lawnmower
0: man, of course, yeah. People get, uh, people get you know, getting gored by a Pretty lawnmower. Pretty bad. Exactly um, I'm just going to gonna
1: give this one an abstract buckets of blood, I think. Buckets sort of, a, of blood? Uh, tagline.
0: And then, of course, yeah. we've got bats. Now, um, there are some there are some bats in this book, but that's not why we rate them that way. Uh, so, I
1: think that this is this is probably how many stories are in this thing. I think it's around bats? 20 bats yeah. for me. Um, yeah, yeah, 20 bats seems right. Uh, I really like this. I'm not going to go up to 50 bats. I think 52 bats. All right, one for each week. Um,
0: now, if, for our last segment, this is something that we should do more. But we don't do qu- nearly often enough. This is the if you like this, you should all you would all mm. might also like part of it. And I would like to say that um, there are lots of other good collections of horror short stories. There is Strange Weather, the one I was just recommending for, by written by Stephen King's yeah, son I'll check Joe that Hill. out. That's four short stories. Um, less spirit Halloween than this oh, yeah. one. There's not a whole lot of uh, creepy ghouls and ghosts <laughs> in that one, but it's more like. Concepts that would be really awful to live through. It's a lot more personal endurance horror of like, oh, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't want to be that guy mm-hmm. in this situation, or uh, the emotional horror of having to deal with this this awful event that happens to you that nobody can really deal with. Um, there's there's some interesting stuff in there now. now if you are more of a creeps and spooks and Absolutely. cosmic horror kind of guy, uh, Thomas Ligotti has a short story, has a couple of short story collections that are very, um. Very very creepy, and I, I quite like them. He's a he's an older writer, but and he's very very offline. <laughs> uh, he does not like he does not he promote his tweet shit or him. anything like
1: that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I... Right. Uh, oh, he's been ahead. writing.
0: Some... Um, I'm trying to find the uh, name of the collection of short stories. Uh... Yes, all right. So there's a a short story novella called my work is not yet Ooh. done that i highly recommend Good title um, by thomas legatti this is uh it's Tom, by thomas legatti and it's uh it's got it's got a couple of stories in there i have a special plan for this world and nightmare network and uh there's there's some and of course Good my names. work is not yet done and something that i like uh about that is that it gets into just how terrifying it is to work
1: a oh. day job am i right <laughs> real vampire is my <laughs> yes. boss <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but those are those are some examples there are of course other ones that i i would be happy to recommend a couple of uh, lovecraft stories especially since he gets into that sort of thing my personal favorite being uh, color Ooh, out of space which now you can see nicholas cage, like, cage in, um, in a movie pretty good right uh or like the strange case of charles dexter ward is another good lovecraft one but there's plenty of good horror short stories out there there are loads and loads of them i couldn't possibly read them all but I don't know if this reminds yeah, you of anything, the, Yeah, just all
1: the usual bits and uh, stuff I like. Um, Twilight Zone, I love. The the new series, not that bad, especially the second season. Um, but the old series, I, I love to death. It's just as campy as this, even more so sometimes. And You get some wacky uh, 50s, 60s effects, like, using quotes. Like, there was one episode about a very large man, like... Uh, like footprint the size of a car that's terrorizing this couple in a cabin, and you're like the whole time you're like, okay, how are they gonna show how big this guy is? Like, what's the what's the trick? <laughs> and I won't spoil it, but um, that uh, Black Mirror I still think is good, um, but mostly I, I want to talk about Creepshow. show I just rewatched on uh, it's on Amazon Prime.
0: That is one of my favorite horror films it's of all. Like time. four Easily. three
1: stories I think movie length. It's about two hours, um, but they're uh, they're stitched together by like a comic book-esque style and like a creepy skeleton that's reading mm. it.
0: They wanted to use Tales from the Crypt, but they could not because it was already being used for a TV mm. show at the time. So they took the exact format, including the comic book uh, origins, and they just did it. And this is Romero, yes. who we love. Uh, Great doing, Of course, the yeah. Of the Dead movies and many others. On top But of it's that, intentionally and, uh, very Stephen cheesy so and he's... really
1: fun to watch. Right. Leslie Nielsen is in one episode right. where he buries people up to their neck mm-hmm. uh, near the ocean. so that the... Stephen King himself <laughs> is uh, the main Ooh. character
0: of one of them where a meteor lands.
1: <laughs> is that him? That's right. Oh, my God. What a wacky story. Um, but uh, also, last thing, the Creepshow TV series just had its second season come out, and I'm starting that. The first episode of the first season is really good, I think. It's got a dollhouse story that actually really unsettled me where this girl has this magnificent dollhouse. And she opens it up, and she has the family in there, the, the parents, the kid, and the dog. And then a severed head is just in there, like a severed zombie head. She's like, you don't belong here. And every time she checks the dollhouse, it's like a, um, what do you call those? Um, the ones you would do in a shoebox in school, where you look in a diorama, diorama of like what was happening. Like, the parents are scared in the room, the kid is, the door's locked, and the dog is barking at the severed head on table or whatever and every time she checks it something new has happened and she tries buying new dolls to insert into the story to get rid of the severed head and it actually has some really uh, really tense parts to it i uh i really enjoyed that so check that out on amazon prime if you have shutter i think mm-hmm. which you should have shutter come on if you're listening to this you should have shutter
0: is shutter is worth your money if you're listening to this you should have shutter it's just worth your money in general it's Absolutely. very good it's like one of the only stre- streaming services that is worth mm. the money uh, i think that and I, this is coming from someone who pays for most <laughs> of them. The only ones that are fucking worth their shit are, uh, are Shudder uh, and um, the Criterion Collection. Oh, do you pay for that as one? As well, which is worth its I weight in fucking gold. Uh, I only just started Ooh. this month because um, they were like, hey, we're going to add a shitload of 70s horror movies to our service. The ones that people... Because they're not like big draws unless yeah. you've already heard of them. But it's stuff that I... It's stuff that I love and stuff that I really. I might help you out watch. with that, uh, including. Uh, I wonder if they have a PlayStation yeah. app or something. They, I do not, do not think they do. They do no that. deal, but so well, they do
1: have a mobile one if you want it. I need, yeah. need some sort of app. I'm not watching things on my computer. What am I, a caveman? But uh,
0: <laughs> it's actually much more high tech. Not than my computer.
1: But uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. I, I really like this book. Thank you guys for everywhere. listening. We've
0: got lots of other terrorisodes out that you can enjoy if you're listening to this i believe there are still a couple of days left to uh vote in our uh patreon poll uh it's patreon.com please don't cast we are doing hazardous materials mm-hmm. every month uh and uh, there are some awful spooky things that you could have yep. us watch um and and uh keep your eyes peeled for more sodes. we've got more coming up uh including one that we'll be recording in a couple of days we already have a vampire savior one out if you like fighting games and uh, we'll see you then. This is Dead Naked Cam. And uh, please do listen to this. Your soul depends on it. Hello, oh, Scream Monster. Terror sounds of ah. fright. Three.
1: <laughs> Mommy Kill sounds. G. Thanks for listening. Bye. Don't fall <laughs> off the building. Thanks for
0: listening.